Like, I'm a ghoster. When things are done, I... He said block, deleted. Block, delete. Uh, People think I passed away. You, I, I, I will move the city. This thing is on, baby. Alrighty. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mental Chillness, a comedy podcast about living with mental illness and learning how to achieve mental Mental chillness. chillness. We're your hosts today. I'm Jules. And I'm Khan. And we have a special guest in the house. Also. First guest on Mental Chillness that is oh an official reach out that we planned an outline for that there were exchanges of info. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We have the Don. Hi guys. Hey guys. Thank you for having professionalism at its finest. I never know it was your first time. Everything was concise and clear and outlined and I had time to reflect even though I really didn't reflect but i had time to because you were on top of it oh thank you this is a part of me getting my shit together so i'm glad that you were the first you know uh, (laughs) to notice love that for you i see it happening i see it i see it you know right before my very eyes yeah exactly thank you oh my god so we're so excited today we have don in the house um am i way too loud in the thing no, My absolutely not. If anything, boom. I am always way okay. too loud. And you can also just, you know, if it's boom, No, I'm good. Yeah. I always have to turn myself down on my show, like, because I'm always, like, so loud. I'm, like, I think my voice is kind of carrying. That's so literally like, how I feel <laughs> when I listen to my, like, I have to <laughs> listen like, to the episodes, screaming? like, seven times. And I'm always like, hey, Johnny, is there any way that you could possibly just make me sound as calm as Jules? <laughs> like, I wasn't, like, seven volumes up and my energy was just right, you so know? Funny. But, um... How's everyone doing? Let's do a little um <laughs> check. Yes. I mean, I'm doing pretty well. Um taking it day by day, you know. Every day is different for me. Mm-hmm. So, today is actually a good day. Nice. And I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Love that for you. What about How you? are you, Don? I mean, literally same. Yeah. <laughs> today is a good day. Yeah. Um, we have our good days and our bad days, but today's a good one. And when it's a good one, I like to revel in it. So, exactly. Uh, record a little bit earlier, and I'm recording with you guys, and just happy to be here. This is so exciting. Yes. Today is a good day. I'll tell you what was not a good day. My house oh. getting broken into. Oh, we don't That's like that. Awful. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah. But if I don't turn it into a joke, it will kill me. <laughs> oh we'll be broken. Were you home? It's no, we weren't home, like, very blessed. Um, but first of all, I should fight them alone for touching my plants, okay? Because yeah. you have to, yeah, like... violation. Exactly. First of all, I found my cactus, the one that was already having a hard time standing up because she's awake now. She was, like, all over the floor, because they had to, like, push her to get into the screen door because my wall is, like, covered with plant mm-hmm. and plants. And then, um, freaking, they, um, my whole door is shattered. They took, you know, valuable things. Thank God my computer wasn't home. Because yeah, I Jules had it. it. <laughs> Bro. God was on Dude. his side, okay? And then also, first of all, rude. Took my weed and the tray. Like, wow. <laughs> he took my tray, dog. 
joke. I like, literally, I don't get it. It's yeah. so funny. That's, that's a violation. This, this, this is this personal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. It's literally so disrespectful. That's a big conspiracy but my God. But not the tray, too. Yeah, not the tray, too. Come on. That's no. the middle. Yeah. Exactly. It's and then, but you know, it's, it's so funny. I like, my sister found, my sister came home first and then she was like texting me and I was just literally like, so I don't care about anything besides my computer, the recording devices and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then I started actually running through a list of priorities and I was like, money, gone. Weed, probably gone. And then I was like, mm. my sneakers. And I was like, driving, mm. texting my Tell sister. Like, girl. I'm like, yeah, she's like, but they can sell it. Right you know what I'm saying? Room. So I understand, like, if you took it. But then again, I'm like, damn, my sneakers. <laughs> and then I started running through all these lists, and I was like, damn, my priorities are, <laughs> <laughs> are not. She was like, check my weed drawer. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to mind. I'm keeping Dude, it real. No, it and real. I knew that I'll she leave you a couple was of gone. I got your back. I literally, my best friend, I called my best friend. And I was like, hey, they took my weed. I cannot not smoke today. So I'm going to go to your house at like three in the morning and still pick up. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're going to share so whatever please you be have. I can't go to bed with all this on me and then nothing to smoke. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Also, you know what's so you know what funny? I mean? We ended the last episode with accountability <laughs> on me asking the <laughs> Me asking the community to hold me accountable to smoke less. And then, <laughs> and then she that gets happened, robbed bitch. and they take That happened and I said, oh, no, 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 no. She said, universe I'll is smoke. this year? I see what you did the universe and I'm going to sidestep that. Because <laughs> you're trying to be cute. I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> like, what a freaking test. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then I'm like sitting here and for some, whatever reason... So I like to go by intuition and feelings and emotions. And when I think about things, they come to me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some way, somehow, I kept having Drake's trust issues running in my head, <laughs> you know? And it's just the same, like, ah, <laughs> I can't even <laughs> no, for real. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. But here's bro. my thing. When, when you first found out that you got, like, robbed or did was your first instinct like oh my god is someone out for me or did you think like it could have been something personal and something that they were like physically coming for you or your sister well i don't know because for me i don't i don't i don't don't have like (laughs) ain't nobody like out there that i did wrong for you to come and rob me yeah so like i for me i don't think it was personal i think that it was like you know Something that just happened to happen to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm grateful enough to be able to sit here and be grateful that we weren't home and. It could have been worse. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Like, it's fine. My, bo- my door is like boarded up now. So, yeah. but you Cameras know what? Everywhere. Let Bruh, everybody know. Cameras everywhere. I was everywhere. so I angry. Smile, yeah. you're on camera. Yes. But like, the, I think that I'm just like, I'm very emotional, but I think that I just hold a lot of rage. Mm-hmm. So I was like so pissed off, bro. I was literally like telling my sister. I was like in front of the cops, like telling my sister, like, bro, I'm going to fight them. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight them. I dare you to come back, bro. I, I will be waiting for you. Bro. I will be sitting She's here like waiting for you with hands. Yeah. Like, come come back and rob me. I'm going to rob you. <laughs> I, come back and rob me, bro. Back in on yours. I, I swear to God, it's violate me. It's, that's the, it's the violation. It's like the stuff you can get back, and we joke about, I mean, the weed is a big deal, but um, I feel like 
from I have never been like robbed, but I had somebody like break into my apartment one time and like ransack the place. I guess oh, I didn't have anything that was worth stealing, so I don't know what's <laughs> worse. So I guess yeah. that's just like they were like You're like, okay, so now I have to pay you to get the glass mix. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Um but I could not get the idea of somebody being in my house when I was not here out of my head. Like that's, no, I, that's, I think all that's all I could think worst. about. It was just like just thinking of people because they they came in and went through all of my stuff. Like all my drawers were emptied out all over the place, and like stuff was knocked over. And I was yeah. just like, I don't know, I'm really weird, private. You know yeah, what I mean? Same. So I'm just like, what did you look through? What did you find? Like I don't know. Like I don't have yeah. the you know new codes in there or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like that was the part that I could not. It was that's so icky. Like oh, somebody yeah. was up in here. And how easy it is. Mm-hmm. Was somebody just to bust up in your house when yeah. you're not here? Like, like for exactly. me, I just start overthinking so much. I'm like, oh my god, they've been watching me. They know what I'm doing. They know right. a card. Like, but I know but, that they've been watching me. No, 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 no. Hundred percent, they have. And I'm gonna fight them. I'm gonna <laughs> be watching cameras. them. I'm gonna be here. Come back. Oh my god. I will never leave this house again. <laughs> she said, I swear. I'm just gonna show up from my home. house now. Okay. <laughs> Bitch. You're one of those like world, those like end of the world people, you're just all ready for the next thing. So you're just loaded up with armor on the whole no, time. Literally. Everything's gonna be trapped. Like, just oh my god, the purge. The, come back. the purge. The purge. No. But um, so trust. Speaking of trust issues, I'm still singing it. Uh, one day you'll be lucky enough to hear me, but I, I think I have really retired singing. Like yeah. now I sing in my car and I'm like, whoa, that was not pretty. <laughs> I was like, Why are you I, retiring? No, because it's just something that I think for me, I would have to put a lot of practice in. It used to be like a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I like discontinued and then I can, I picked it back up. And just, I had a lot of issues with my voice. And um, I think it's just something that I would really have to keep at it. Like, it's not, it's no longer like, a, like, yes, it is, but not to the extent that if I wanted to do anything with it, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's no longer like, a, oh, wow, like, naturally, just, she can just It's easily it. accessible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like writing. Mm-hmm. I haven't written poetry in so long. Like, I know I can still write, mm-hmm. but... It's just, it's just one of those things that I think for myself, I have to understand to keep it as a craft that I enjoy to work for, towards and not, not every single craft has to turn into like something that you can monetize or mm-hmm. be a professional at or even whatever. Like, like I'm an artist. I can paint, I can draw, whatever. It's just not to the extent that I want to mm-hmm. sell my art or if you were someone that went to school for it can look into my shit and tell me like, well, what the fuck did you do? I'll be like, I don't know, but it looked cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, no. it's just like, they're just forms of expression, forms of expressions and not everything has to turn into something big. So I think I am going to retire singing for real. <laughs> but you know what? That needs to, what you just said, like put that on a t-shirt, the whole paragraph, because that, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that everything doesn't have to be a thing. Some things can just be a gift that you enjoy. Yeah. I play saxophone. I, went, I had a home music scholarship. <gasps> I played awesome. in all kinds of bands, but I have not touched the sax in like 10 years. Exactly. And so when I tell people my story about playing and traveling, do all these great things, People are just like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. You should play this. Oh, I have this going on. It's like, mm, I did the same thing. I did it, and it was just kind of like, oh, I just, 
it was more fun when it was just like something I did for myself than when I was like touring mm-hmm. and like actually in a band. It was like I don't want to learn this and practice this. Yeah. And now the Emmy is when I could probably choke through the ABCs. Like I would really have to work to get back to how good I used to be. Yeah. Um, but I can relate to that a lot. And people were looking at me, going, "Why will you keep playing? You did all these things." So it's like I have other things that I'm good at. Like, yeah, exactly. I want to do everything. So exactly. Yeah, that spoke okay. to me just now. Let's definitely put this on a pause. Don also has a podcast as well. Let's give him a little finger Wait. tap. <laughs> Let's do a proper. <laughs> Let's do a proper like connection introduction Intro. and and who Don is and how mm-hmm. we got here. We have always mentioned a moment with A with Akile, our bestie. And Akile. yes, and so we were shooting some of her merch. Um, also, you can get a moment with A merch. So get Shout there. Out. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then we went to a place called Independent Dream Factory, which is basically like for real, for real. Right now, for everything that I want to do, it's like my my dream visually. Uh, like mm-hmm. in in a reality, mm-hmm. like in a setting, like so. I have I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I have been really, really digging into the podcast world and see how it works and what the possibilities are. And mm-hmm. there's this other podcaster slash she. Her name is Weezy mm-hmm. WTF, and she has a podcast called Horrible Decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with Mandy. Yeah, and they're from Orlando. And I think that's I why, that. yeah, they're from Orlando. And I think that's just why, like, <laughs> I just feel like so spoken to because like in everything that they say, they'll start mentioning like Metro West. And I'm like, bitch. And they'll mm-hmm. be there talking about downtown Orlando and like Hiawassee and Hunter's Creek and like, like fucking talking about Osceola and Evans mm-hmm. High School. And I'm like, whoa, that's yeah. so close She's to like, home. Right yeah. Here, girl. yeah. But the point is that she has Weezy WTF. She actually has her own recording studio in New York. And mm-hmm. she does all of these different things that has so much to do with making a difference in like the black community. That's one. And then, but also expanding opportunities and whatever. And then meeting Don with, um, Independent Dream Factory. He's like a king. It's, he has King so it's right away dude i was literally like wow this is like the orlando vision of what i'm like i with <laughs> what i've been like literally like surrounding mm-hmm. myself with like mentally you mm-hmm. know and so it's so cool like it, like there's a recording space there's like there's multiple recording spaces there's a whole uh um like room to take pictures and all that. wait why don't you talk about your I'm sorry <laughs> no it's okay you were doing a great job you right <laughs> she got it to the team I was a little too point. hype no it was but, awesome thank you yes um my name is Don but you don't have to state my mental illness before I go before <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely into it into it either way so you can really can. here you can yeah. You, you'll know what it is it'll, my mania will flare up at some point during this so yeah. it, it was calling itself but um, uh, yeah my name is Don B I am one third of the Independent Dream Factory um, as you mentioned uh, uh, Moat with A we love Akile over at IDF she actually is one of our tenants if you will she records Moat with A at our studio so that's how we have that connection and then she was like oh you should be we will my merch launch and, da, da, da. and I was just like me like oh my god so yeah, so after sad. you know more mental trauma, preparing for that, um, I'm glad I didn't cancel because I got to meet you guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't sick. Love yeah. you, Keely. Ah. Um, but I was like, we definitely I had not really been in front of the camera. But it was a great time. Everybody oh, yeah. killed it. The pictures look great. So much um, fun. Shout, so shout out to Keely. Yes, check it out. Oh, definitely yeah. um, check out the her merch, merch for sure. 
but yeah, so IDF, we're basically the Independent Dream Factory. We're a collection of independent businesses. Um, our mission is to create an atmosphere of love, create an atmosphere that supports um, independent dreamers who love supporting resources. So it's kind of like we're, we have a studio space, a physical space. So yes, we can record artists there. Um, podcasts. We have the main studio that you can record video and photo in and also some event space as well. So we book it out for like different events, things like that. It can kind of transform and flip to different that. things. Shout out to the mixer, April 23rd. We're talking about that later. Yeah. Um, you guys have been on the guest list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we came together, the three of us, uh, we all had independent uh, businesses. So I'm a creative consultant. Um, I originally went to school for music and then but I was like, mm, not liking that. So I switched and I went to fashion school, um, the artist in Indianapolis. Yeah. So I graduated fashion retail management. Wow. So I worked as a stylist for a lot of years oh and a buyer God. and stuff like that. And that that's what, if you see his outfit game. that he has on right that's now. That's amazing. I've been really getting started to interrupt because <laughs> no, I'm in the fucking ass thought. I bet I have moments of, I'm a weird ass person. I can't just always watch any show mm-hmm. i have to always watch a show that will keep me in a light mood mm-hmm. because i like it absorb emotion a lot and so yeah. i enjoy like my friends always make fun of me for it but i watch like baking shows and shit you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying because that shit is just entertaining to me and just yeah. make, it just makes me happy and so lately i've been getting into styling and oh my god i have always been a per, uh, like an admin at a person who admires fashion and mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy using it as a form of expression and such. Oh, yeah. Both but, of you guys, style is ridiculous. Like, when y'all walked in, I was like, that. oh my god, there's like real models. <laughs> you better know, stop that. You really are you. No. When I Literally. saw that jacket that you wore, I was like, whose fucking blazer is this? And then you were like, let me go get my cool jacket. And I was like, of course it's his fucking jacket. <laughs> he popped it on. Remember the butterfly earrings? I I'll know. Never forget the butterfly oh my gosh. Oh, oh my yes. god. No, but I was purples. literally like how come I never thought about how much money and how much fun it is to be a stylist mm-hmm. especially a celebrity stylist you're telling me that I just get to play with Gucci dresses like and then I just yeah. get to dress all these gorgeous ass people but then I just like get to style it and, and then I, you're like no this goes there that goes insane. there like, yeah. and now I'm like who is styling Rihanna who's out here restyling Prego yeah. Rihanna does Rihanna re- like style herself does that like whoever it is exactly. I definitely believe a little bit of it is her yeah I, well. I feel 100%. like she's saying she probably yeah, like she, styles she's a always lot been. she probably has like assistants finding her things yeah. but I feel like her style is she's like find her. me this and then yeah. they yeah. find it for and then she they give it to her and then she changes it up some kind of way yeah she's know. like cut this shape it off actually yeah. saw this right here <laughs> they hand her a ball gown and somehow it turns into a t-shirt <laughs> I'm like how did you do that <laughs> makes like, it a two piece she's like, like okay <laughs> I won't give you no albums no literally I'm gonna look fire it's perfect it's, <laughs> exactly I, but I also admire that you are such a person of so many different creative talents mm-hmm. and just thank you like it's so I mean, it takes wow. one to know one, you guys. Like, yeah. you know how it is being an artist all around? You have an appreciation for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you let you give yourself the space to your, when you create the atmosphere, not to plug, to explore those things, other things pop up. So, yeah. like, I love music and I played sax and stuff. And back then I was always, like, uh, it was a Tejano band, by the way. So, it's That's like, awesome. like uh, Tex-Mex, very Selena kind of yeah. music. Um, 
and uh, yeah, it was me and like a 16 year old little black kid, and it's like all these 40 year old Mexican men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we go on a little, we toured and play all kinds of shows and stuff, oh, and I loved it, awesome. but I was always like picking out the outfits, we're all gonna match, we're all wearing this. <laughs> like, what are it's we doing in the background? Me. We're all doing some choreography. <laughs> nope, you're off, that's wrong. Like, yeah. they were just standing on stage playing, but when I was gave on, I was more interested in just like the show of the whole thing and, and, and everybody else more than I was like being the person up front playing sax. Like, yeah. I was, it was like obligatory. The rest of it, I was just like, where are we going next? Okay, we should all wear this. We got to promote this. I was always into like putting it together. Yes. So now the idea of having the studio in the space is almost like 15 year old me is just like, like shaking my yeah. Oh so, my God, that yeah, is but, awesome. Yeah. A lot of work. Um, <laughs> it was not an overnight thing. It's still a lot of work, but yeah, so we, like I said, it's there. We're happy to we're, we're a year into the space now. IDF is two years in, but uh, we've had that space for a year now. So we had a year anniversary last month. Oh, yeah. my God. That's so, I feel like you're literally healing, yeah. like, your inner child. Absolutely. Like, literally. Everything like you literally are so relates like, to your inner everything. child. Especially your trust issues. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Circling on back. <laughs> But you know, so trust real. doesn't always have to be an issue. An ish, bro. My fucking. Um, so I have a habit. Me and my sister both. We're not. We weren't born here, and English is our, is our second language. So we have a habit of putting s's in words that don't need it, and then not putting <laughs> s's in words, words that are actually plural. <laughs> my best friend, and I hate this motherfucker for this. But my best <laughs> friend was mocking me, and I was. We were at Disney. And we were, um, we had to go see the fireworks and I was like, come on, let's go. It's time. We got to go see the firework. And he, he like, they didn't even move. He just looked at me. He was like, one, we're going to go see one firework. And I was like, this bitch. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> but but here's, here's one thing that I feel like social media kind of like brainwashes me in a sense because yeah they talk about like hey if you see this like don't trust this and don't trust that but it's like they never ever really kind of put out that it is possible to regain trust again Mm -hmm. and i guess like the healthier versions of like breaking out of that like oh i just have trust issues that's just the way i am Mm -hmm. you know like i feel like social media just kind of like almost like brainwashes you in a sense like where it's like hey this is what you should listen to and this is what you shouldn't for at least for trust I, it's like it, made it, it like. makes it trendy to be like you know like mm-hmm. hashtag trust no bitch yeah you know I mean? or hashtag like, my boyfriend can't like girls pictures like on Instagram everything yeah. is actually you know what a I mean? hashtag everything hops on to be a trend fucking spirituality all of these different yep. healing like crystals and everybody yes, it's, it's like, like it's like a cute fun thing now it's, it's like, not like for the actual reason but mm-hmm. it's like Exactly, but I'm gonna say what I said earlier without the fucking or with the fucking s, so it, it doesn't sound retarded. <laughs> <laughs> um, not every not not all trust has to have issues. Um, sometimes trust is good. Actually, good trust heals all basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and just from like really good connections with people that you truly. Um, want to be around flourish around want you to be around and you are aligned with and compatible with each other like all of those things are like 
good results to building trust or, or a good gateway into leading you to be able to build trust yeah. and collaborations like this is what I think are like it's like a beautiful thing that comes out of being able to trust that no I'm not going to screw you over no I'm not going to cancel on you no I'm not going to say that I would do this and I won't and whatever mm-hmm. whatever actually genuinely wanting to meet you and mm-hmm. actually genuinely exactly. like wanting to like you know do this and whatever is like I think that is the really beautiful thing and i do think that one day we will have an episode on the uppity side of trust (laughs) but bitch today it's a little bit we're gonna talk about issues (laughs) exactly so for you don what's like your earliest memory of you being like knowing that like hey yeah i don't i have trust issues like what's your earliest memory well Mm. and also what is your i guess what is your form of trust issues like is it intimacy Trust, trust of intimacy, trust with family. Yeah, or all of the above. (laughs) If I'm being honest, I feel like up until maybe even just a few past few years, when I've gotten like this new, you know, my team, this company, I've been doing all this work on myself or whatever. I'm starting to develop a smidge of trust with like my teammates. (laughs) Yes, this is Um, just because they have. I've had teammates before, but these guys have followed me literally into like. A burning building and don't ask questions and it's you know they keep proving over and over again like hey we're still we're still in this we're still doing it i always go into everything like yeah we're a team but this is my thing it's all on me it's all on my back you know you can come and go but i i just have this like all or nothing attitude with everything and um yeah so literally zero trust for anybody yeah. <laughs> um, and it's been something I've been working on developing you with my friends who I love with all my heart it's just like I only have but so much to give that way and I hate that part of myself yeah. I really hate that I'm like always looking over my shoulder and things like that but I think there's a place for it it's almost like part of my personality you know a little bit is the mental illness but a lot of it is like I don't know I think I have really good discernment over people mm-hmm. so because I've gone through so many things I can sniff out BS really really quickly yeah. Like, so I can walk in the room and I can be like, nope, I, I, I can feel the energy from like down the way. And so I'm kind of like the pit bull we have to get through to get to the guys with our team. Like everybody wants to work with us. We want to do things. And I, it's very rare for me to be like, okay, yeah, I'll be there because I'm always just like, let me see how this person is first, whatever. And then I'm really protective over the guys yeah. too. So even getting invited into the space is like a big deal. Like yeah. it's like. Akili was our first person that we had regularly coming in. Yeah. And we had all talked about that. Like, okay, like, we're going to do this. I like it better. And it was just kind of here and there. It was like, no, we need some regular people to come and, yeah. like, take care of the place. We trust her. It was a whole thing. But trust is a big deal with me. And um, I feel like I'm trustworthy. I try to be because I don't want to, like, mirror that. If I'm yeah. not being, you know what I mean? I don't trust anybody else. Like, am I trustworthy? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, check yourself. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't think that was the question you asked me, though. Yeah, no, no, no. I I loved every single minute of that. that Exactly. What was the question? Um, What was your earliest memory of you be like remembering the trust issues? No, but I love everything that you said. Um, I think you think it. I think it all just goes back to that. Have one memory is going to be the opening of like my biopic when I my movies made when I'm in my eighties. It's like the moment that I. so my mother, I want to get too deep because it's a long story, but and it's I'm not trying to be on. Right, right, right. But good. my mom, um, I'm gonna just be in the background, like with the fading noise, like. <laughs> 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 
uh, I grew up with my grandmother primarily. Um, my mom was kind of, you know, in and out. She was in the military and she was kind of living her life. And my dad, same thing. They had me young, so they're kind of just doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, some family drama happened. My grandmother and my mom had an issue, so to kind of get back at her, my grandma, mom basically kicked at me, I guess you could say. She took me, she came in town, took me out of school, flew me down to Florida where oh, my shit. dad was living with his new girlfriend. Only he was out at sea because he was in the Navy, so he wasn't there. So basically took me to the girlfriend's house and dropped me off there. Whoa. And that was it. And that's literally the first memory of life that I have. You know, some people are like, oh, how far back can you go? Oh, no. Like, I yeah. remember waking up like it was, I, I can see this because I'm looking at you right now. Oh, I remember exactly, I was hungry, I remember thought, how hot it was, the, I remember how yeah. it felt. Like, it's like burned everything. into my head because it's like waking up and being like, who are y'all? Where the fuck? Where the fuck am I at? That's and what is this? And you know, my stepmom, I've talked about this on my own show. There was a lot of abuse and a lot of things that I've let go because they were young and all these things, but a lot of situations that were just really bad. And so that everything I feel like goes back to that moment. Cause like my mom dropped me off. So I just can't trust you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother in my head as a kid, like she could have come and rescued me and she didn't, but She's the one that had my back, for real. She didn't know me about this. Yeah. And then my dad was away at sea. So I'm just here with this lady. I don't know who's yeah. my ass. You know what I mean? And so I, that moment, I was just like, you're in this thing on your own. <laughs> and then life wow. just kept teaching me that over and over and over. How old were you? I was three. Oh, bitch. Oh, my God. Okay, bitch. So, so that's I'm my like, first memory. Yeah, <laughs> I'm texting Don like, hey, so this is our topic. And if you have anything that is like a trigger thing that you don't want me to ask you about, like, just tell me. And then he went, no, let's get traumatic. <laughs> this is what he means, y'all. Damn, bitch. No, I mean, wow, it's so taken me a long time to get to the place yeah. to be talking like, oh, it's not a big deal. Yeah, but no, I course. also don't believe in trigger that's warnings. That's gross. Yeah. Um, I don't do them on my show. I feel like the world is not baby safe and we can't just put trigger words in front of everything. Mm-hmm. Some shit's going to bother you or whatever. Yeah. But so I, when people ask me that, I'm like, no, we can talk about it. If it's yeah. that bad, then I'll just, I'll find a way to steer around it. I know how yeah. to do it, but yeah, like we need to have these conversations. We have to start shit is being real. comfortable wow. being uncomfortable. And it's incredible yeah. that there's always like the one moment for, for you to always go back to. And you're like, yeah, bitch, that's a standout memory. Yeah. yeah. Like a I core. Mean, and it'd be a core memory for sure. <laughs> a glowing red core memory. <laughs> that is why I go, I go so hard for therapy. Because yeah. it, it, so it opened up my eyes to so many things that I didn't know that, like, that was wow. the, that was a therapist unlocked the whole, like, trust thing. Yeah. A therapist, and I went to a medium too, it's a whole other conversation. But they were very insane. <laughs> Ooh, I want to talk about that. And uh, it kind of started my mental health journey, seriously. Nice. It was just like, oh, 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 shit. And it just, yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I completely I understand. At least for me, my youngest memory was, I guess, my mom just leaving, you mm. know, my, like leaving me and all my siblings with my grandma. Um, so I guess I kind of had trust issues on that because she would just uh, like leave with the men she was with at the time. Or mm-hmm. she even moved to New York at one time. What? So it's like she was always saying, oh, like, I would hear her say, I love you, and this and that, but it's like she wouldn't ever be around. Mm-hmm. Like, you she also was always, spent a lot of time with your grandma. Yeah, it was always my grandma. So I guess seeing the way my mom was and mm-hmm. how actively she would lie to me, I was like, yeah, no, this ain't safe. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that's your first relationship. And then it's like, mom, you're yeah. my mom. And then it's like, yeah. no, I can completely sit here and say, like, me and my mom 
can grow from this and understand. And now she has a husband of six years and I love her to death. But it was in those moments that it's like, damn, mom, I kind of felt like I kind of needed you at that time, you know, rather than putting me in like this weird spot in my life, being so young and being like, oh, this is how the world is. Mm-hmm. Mom, you're my mom. It's like you look at her like some superhero or something. You yeah. know what I mean? So it like affected me really hard. Wow. That's where all my... I got mommy issues, man. Dang. They're real. <laughs> Both of y'all got mommy issues. Yeah. yeah. Both so, sides. <laughs> what about you, hon? I don't know. I don't know what the name of my issues are. Uh, bully issues. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think a lot of my trust issues come from being bullied, but it's like I moved to America from mm. Vietnam when I was 10. And the moving part was, like, really traumatizing because not that it wasn't exciting to move to a whole nother country who you, where you know it's better or, like, where you are told that it's better and that there's, we came here for a purpose and this, this, and that. And then it's just, like, when you're a kid, you don't know nothing, right? And other kids also don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. So... I really didn't have like a great relationship with my family and all of my everything like I tell all I tell anytime I talk about my life I always say that I was a different person before I was 10 and then I was a different person when I turned after I turned 10 Mm. because I came here when I was like 10 11 I became like the most timid shy kid because like I was always used to like like all of my first memories of school in America is being bullied and being picked on being left and I, when I was in, like, fourth grade, I fucking... Bro, we were in recess time or whatever the fuck. And we were in the playground. And I was literally just playing in the sand by myself. And I was just looking at my teacher. And I looked down. I was playing at the sand. I looked up. My entire class was gone. Like, the entire class was gone. Mm. The teacher was gone. Everything. I didn't see my teacher. I didn't see nothing. I, like, nobody, no face that I knew. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, they really left me. And then, like, some way, somehow, like, thank God, I found my way back to my class. And I went into the class. And it was, like, they didn't even know they left me. Like, they were just doing Nobody their cared. shit. I came in. Like, they didn't even, like, know. And, like, in that moment, I was like, wow, they really left me. But not, like, because, like, wow, they really left me because I'm left behind. It was more so, like, wow, I'm really young. And my teacher is an older lady who I'm supposed to trust. And this lady just completely left me. And she didn't even know that I was gone. And you know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I was just like, there is... And I think that this is just a part of my character traits. But I have always just have to... I have this, like, noble sense in, like, structure of the world. And, like, manners of the world. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't Mm -hmm. it make sense that a fucking adult would have to be more careful and take care of a kid who, like, whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, like, from that point, I was like, wow. So, like, I'm just going to always have to find my way back like that. Mm-hmm. That's like, so I'm, deep. I'm, Like, I'm always going to look up and they're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, all of my memories of trying to make friends going from fifth grade to sixth grade, middle school, all up to high school was, like, some way, somehow, it always happened the same way. They would always pretend to be my friend get me to be whatever, whatever, hide me up, whatever, whatever. And then they would do a whole play trick on me, Mm. like a whole joke on me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like in six Kids are assholes, dude. Dude, exactly. (laughs) And I was just like, but, and also I was like the happiest kid. 
And then I went over here and I was like, wow, I can't make any friends. I don't understand anything. Like, I literally didn't understand English until I went into like seventh grade was when I was able to actually talk to people and whatever. But even then, by that time, that was, that was when kids were starting to like actually playing shit on me. And I was like, wow, what the fuck is happening? I thought they were all my friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, one kid asked me out, like, by passing me a no. Oh. And I didn't know what going out meant. And so I asked him, I was like, what do you mean going out? Like, you know what I'm saying? And then he explained it to me. And I was like, wow, yeah. And I was so excited. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I don't remember when. But then it turned out that, like, he was there. And that the entire group of friends was, like, playing this trick. And, like, you know what I'm saying? But somehow that scenario just kept happening. Mm -hmm. I always think that they're my friend. And then it turns out wrong. I always kind of give myself... And then it turns out, like, what... I think that my number one thing is I hate being taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And I think it just starts there. Mm -hmm. And so now, I, like, truly don't trust anyone because I always think that they're going to play something Mm -hmm. on me. That's, like, when you start to self-sabotage and then you start comparing, like, relationships. It's it's hard to trust somebody. Like, to just start a friendship off, like, hey, I trust you until you do something. The, even that is still like hard. Well, mm-hmm. the people that are like, uh, I, like I trust everyone until they do something wrong to me. I'm like, Whoa, I'm the opposite, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't like, trust nobody, and not because prove. it's something yeah, personal. I'm just like, I just don't. I have so many, like, so many fucking guard. Okay, something I unlocked in therapy, bitch. So we talked the last time. We talked about um my monotone. So I turned really monotone Mm -hmm. and naturally I'm very monotone, but I turned really monotone when I'm speaking uh, about conflict, like Mm -hmm. in the heat of the moment, Mm -hmm. because I get really fucking hot and heated. And so if I don't, then I can't control myself Mm -hmm. or like I can't yet. And so I don't trust you to know my emotions. Mm. Therefore, I mask it. And I turn monotone so that you can't come at me because you don't know me. Yeah. I'm unpredictable. You can't get to me. That's literally I that. how can't see I me. am mm-hmm. with can't everything. See me. Like so imagine smart, that I'm monotone in every aspect of my mm-hmm. life. When I talked about how I people wish you were safe with me to tell me their shit for me to be their friend, their best friend, whatever. But I never ever give off the same because energy. I feel like you're gonna play a trick on me. Yeah. Which is for me, it's like that's. I, I do way too much self-sabotage. You, um, I want to speak on the self-sabotage thing. Yeah. I, I got two paper clips from what we all said. First, you were talking about how you were different. There was like you before the movie, you after the mm-hmm. movie. There's this whole, I heard this thing on a podcast one time. People were talking about like this whole concept of like leaving your body, right? And the person on the podcast was saying like they were, it was a very traumatic situation they were in. Like it was a, a whole crazy story. And he was like six years old when this happened. <clears throat> and he was saying, uh, through therapy, he feels like he, this therapist is basically saying, like, you had to, like, leave your body in that moment. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way that you at that age could have processed all that. Like, as an adult, this story is crazy. So, as a kid, the way you kind of coped was you just kind of left. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, <clears throat> I didn't understand that at first, but, you know, years go by and you live and things and come back to your reverse. And it was just like, oh, man, I think that's exactly what happened to me. I feel like. I was really just like, like when you say out of your body, I mean like you're just not there. Yeah. Like your body's in, in 
either the French load, it's autopilot. No reaction. Sometimes it's just like stuck. Like, yeah. Like, and therapy unlocked that for me recently because the thing is, like, do you, do you ever get back into your body? When is that point? You know, when is the when do you heal that inner child and that person mm-hmm. feels safe to get back in and can be yourself again? And I have been a zombie. I feel like my whole life. I think my whole life has just been like survival. Yeah. Oh like, my god. It's these past few years so that I'm just like, okay, calm down yeah like you, have you don't have to, to do that no you more. don't have to do that but it's <clears throat> it's hard man it's really really hard but so, hard. so that's so that's the whole thing it's like we're uh, maybe we can all examine where we are like did you ever get back in your body are you still floating are you still trying to find your way back into who you are because um i also think that happened for a reason with it this the sabotage thing like yeah. as healers as artists unfortunately we got to develop that skin yeah because people are going to come unload on you all the time because that's what that's what we're here for. We're yeah. here to provide healing. So people walk up to start talking to you like, oh man, all the time. And you don't, you know, give that off back to them, but just, they don't care. They just, yeah. they see you and they're like, well, I can dump on this person or whatever. To tolerate that, you need the thick skin. I think yeah. that comes from whatever trauma. Every artist has some kind of traumatic something. But um, I think that it propels you and then the saboteur comes in. Or like at some point you get to the point where it's like, okay, I have to get off this ride yeah. or it's going to start. Now you start, now all you can see is the group walking away. You know what I mean? You start creating that in your own reality. That thing really did happen to you. But if you, that's all you can see going forward, then every group is going to walk away at some point. And that's exactly how I am. I'm always waiting for somebody to leave me. I don't trust anybody, so I don't even set expectations. I always plan for doing it on my own. So even with the guys, like, we have this whole company, but I have, like, A, B, C, and D plans for different things. Just in case you up and leave. Because everybody in my life, at some point, decided that I wasn't important enough to stick around for it and left. That's not what the case is, but that's what my track keeps telling me. It's like, people just drop so quick. Like, I didn't do all these things with them where I'm not their family. And so I don't trust anybody. But now, at this point, it's like... We'll just. That's, I'm gonna keep seeing that. That's all I choose to see. So exactly. Yeah. Sorry, those are my two points. I'm no, both no, no. I I absolutely love that. Um, there's so I think there's so much like unlearning mm-hmm. because you have to get to know your trauma. Yep. Unlearn, Admit that it's there. Exactly, and then unlearn the thought that where you are now is where you are then, and that's why you are thinking that way but that's not true because where you are now is not where you are then and you mm-hmm. have to unlearn all of that and then you have to learn to grow into it's funny that you said that that's why you're unlocking therapy because bitch me too listen, doing the same is, shit listen a godsend one thing that i learned was that i was putting expectations on everybody mm. like everybody yes. my relationship oh. i was like that they don't deserve everything that was just so like if you just drop that expectation if you don't expect it from that person I'm telling you, life goes so much smoother because mm-hmm. even just like family members, you're like, oh, okay, well, that's my family. You expect them to no, eh, wrong yeah. answer. Like that's, that's a big one to unlearn. Mm-hmm. That's it's so hard. Yeah, it's so hard. At least for me, that's something because I'm such a people pleaser, and I, me being 100 percent honest, I care about what people think about me, and that's something that I'm really trying to let go of. Mm-hmm. But um, I just really need to start trusting myself, which is something that us with this topic is something that I really need to start enforcing in my life a lot more because sometimes I trust other people more than I trust my own situation or my own like when I say it out loud and then they give me their take I'm like well their take sounds better Uh it's like hey this is my situation I have to understand that my word is like nobody can take that from me you know what I mean it's just as valid as anyone else's experience it's so hard for sure and then also my 
I think one thing, a big giant thing for me is like with my communication issues, I think that everyone is supposed to know what the fuck is in my head. Yeah. I think that <laughs> everyone like, is supposed again, to know what the people in the back. Yo, yeah. even literally, even with Jules, when I feel off, I think that Jules is supposed to know that exactly at 11 fucking 55 a.m. I went to the gym and I was not feeling it. And then now mm-hmm. I feel a little iffy and whatever, whatever. And I didn't do this outline right. And you know what I'm saying? And she can't. Nope. If Not if I don't tell her. In the same way, I think that I have always... I have always had problems with communication. And so I think that the way that I came at life was always that you could see it through my actions. Mm. And so like, if I'm doing this, you have to know, you know what I'm saying? Like freaking language. Like you, like you have to know we're in the same room. You have to know this, this, this makes sense. Can I record this and like send it to some people real quick? Yes. Literally had this conversation last night, less than 12 hours ago. Dude. Less than 24 hours ago. I mean, but it's such a it's, hard, like, it's such it's a hard pill to fucking swallow mm-hmm. because, because you put so much effort into doing the right thing. You put so much effort into sometimes, honestly, it's overcompensation mm-hmm. and like, it's not anyone's fault. Like, I don't ever hold anyone, um, to fault for my own issues. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I understand that like. I do these things because I have whatever, my own issues, and this is how I think it's going to go, and then now I'm mad that it's not going that way, and then I have this resentment against you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then it comes back to the fact that ain't nobody going to know what the fuck I'm thinking if I don't communicate that out loud. It's no, not right. enough for yeah. you to think that you're doing enough. Yeah. You know? You're only the main character in your own story, in your own head. Exactly. You're not the main character in anybody else's story, and I... We just, I'm not going to get to the whole thing because um, I don't want to rehash anything. <laughs> Me and the guys had, we, we have real conversations. We're a family that we have this thing called, our team is IDF, so we have this thing called the IDF hour. It's like, you know, I don't know, like hour where it's like gloves are off, be as real as possible. Nobody's going to get upset, be 100% honest, what's going on. And so when things start feeling weird, we, I'm like, okay, hold up, stop. I think we need an IDF hour because I, I got some that. shit to say. Yeah. And because uh, it's, it's a way is, for us to get past the point of like, we're not going to argue about this. Um, so it's like, we always make space. So in that hour, you can say whatever you want. Now, if you didn't get out your thing in that hour, I don't want to hear about this on Thursday. That's like our thing. Yeah. So it's like, stop the breaks. Let's have our hour. Let's hash it out. And we were just talking about like, you know, the event we have coming up and whatnot. And um, the argument was just like, oh, these things have to be done. You're you're the leader of this project. You know, we don't know what to do because you're not leading. And we've had the same conversation multiple times. And in my head, <laughs> we do this, we do this quarterly. We do this all the time. Mm-hmm. This event happens all the time. The same things need to be done. The same thing. Makes sense. We sit down. We made our roles out last year. Nothing has changed in my head. So I'm like, do the thing that we talked about already. Yeah. Um, do your part but that's not everybody's process everybody, and if it's your event that's going on some people work in different ways they need you to sit down and write it down and give it to them you can't just assume I'm a doer I will, if we walk in a room and like I'm a self-starter if you will like we walk in a room we don't know what we're doing it's time to start working on I'm going to find the first thing that makes sense like okay well I don't know what we're doing today but I guess that looks off so let me move this over here everybody isn't like that some people are really good workers but they need things spelled out for them mm-hmm. and it's not fair to run a company just the way you run your brain. Just yes. like, just follow in line and just know what I'm doing. 
you know, like I'm having a bad day and I'm like you said behind on something and somebody checks, oh, what's going on with this? And I'm just like, I had a long day. I can't do that. Like, and so I've been really checking myself, but we had the conversation last night. It was just like, dude, we have to be accountable for our own emotions, not when we handle things. Um, but yeah, we gotta realize we gotta check ourselves at the same time. That's that was a long winded point, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I love. I can talk about mental health things all day long because I, I just that. that's so that's yeah. so awesome that you guys have that hour for you to hash things out, and and Anything I think that's that important feeling. in everything. And like with Jules, I tell her all the time, I'm like, bro, you're the only person that I will like be as honest as I have to be because of the fact that like I I use everything with an intention. Mm-hmm. So like I. This podcast, it's, of course, I have intentions for it to serve its own purpose for other people. But for me, this podcast is a way for me to understand myself and the way that I work creatively and also work with other people and how to work with other people. Mm -hmm. And Jules is the only person that I will literally like, no matter what I'm going through or whatever, I will hash it out. And I will Mm -hmm. like, I will always hash it out no matter if I feel like. And it's always ego. It's a lot of ego. I think when you're a person that I think when you're anyone with an amount of confidence and trust and, you know, whatever it is that you see in yourself, there's Mm -hmm. always a big ego. Mm -hmm. And I know that I have a big ego. And I know that that's why it's really hard for me to confront a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But with her, it's always like I trust in this process that if I do this thing and if I just stick it out, it's going to make me better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and you have the respect for her, too. Exactly. So you want to work the things out. Exactly. I would never want her to think that I'm just a piece of shit that will run away. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, I love that. Yeah. No, but she has truly, because it has been, there has been moments where it's like, it is like a little bit uncomfortable. And then we're both like, uh, yeah, we need some space. And then we have that time. And then mm-hmm. we come revisit the conversation. And it's like, it's just we respect each other so much. So it's like way beyond anything. Like this is a partnership. Like this is someone that I feel safe with and Mm -hmm. me just doing the pod with her. I literally feel like, Oh my God, on my way to therapy, like driving to her house, like literally coming to undump and just be with somebody that I care and actually want to have a conversation with. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're growing and becoming better versions of ourselves together. And it just makes me feel like our bond is just like getting so much stronger mm-hmm. and i appreciate her and i respect you mm-hmm. so much. and that feeling that you get it outweighs the feeling of being right which is why exactly. you can fix things exactly. i heard a really good quote one time that was like if you always feel wrong you always fight to be right yeah and i always feel wronged and inconvenienced <laughs> mm-hmm. in every situation the, the smallest thing that happens to me it's like this is that world rage and you cut me out the traffic it's like can you believe this happened to me <laughs> I'm such me? a good person yeah. nothing good ever happens to me everything's always <laughs> like I go I tumble down that road very easily with the slightest inconvenience so yeah. um but with the guys it's just like these I don't have that IDF hour with anybody else in my life even my long term friends like I've never had a relationship in my life and platonic romantic yeah. familial anything where I can sit and be honest like that like okay let's stop what we're doing so last Tuesday, you made a comment about like the photo shoot that we did, and I really like the way it was. Bitch. So what were you? What did you mean by that? <laughs> like, and it's odd, and this is like, oh wow, 
that's what you're mad about? Oh, I meant so and so and so and so. And it's like, oh man, now that stood up and that was gone. And then we when we pack it up, it is genuinely left there and we're moving on to the next thing. And sometimes it's not resolved. Sometimes it's like, okay, well, let's just leave it here and come back to it. But I've never been in a relationship we talk about stuff like that. Like, and it's the therapy speaking through me to them to get it, but that's the beauty of it all. It's just yeah. like, it feels good to like have a little bit of a safe space because I trust them. I'm not going to act like I'm just like, Oh, I trust them with my life. I do. Yeah. I know they have my back, but, you know, I don't trust anybody 100% because that's just, you know. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. Wow, you know what kind of connection I just made, like, just now? Again, this ain't news to nobody but me. <laughs> but, wow, like, I don't communicate because I don't trust anyone. And a lot of trust is communication. Mm-hmm. I have to trust you to be able to, like, show you and, like, I thank God that I have like this sense of fucking whatever the fuck it is that makes me still humble enough to understand Mm -hmm. and be grateful and whatever to understand that I always have to still do the right thing no Mm -hmm. matter what my ego is. Like recently I just had a situation where I it was like somebody that I just don't really want to like didn't really want to be in contact with and I like had to tell them something. I was like, do I even have to? Like, this is so inconvenient yeah. because I'm trying to do a separate thing from talking with them. You know what I'm saying? And then I have to be like, okay, bitch, but like, you got to do the right thing because I like, I guess that I don't have a lot of trust in people. Mm-hmm. I just have a lot of trust in myself and I have a lot of trust in the universe and I have a lot of trust in the I guess, like, the karmic cycle. Yep. I always trust yep. myself to be good so mm-hmm. then that what I attract is, is good. good. And that's why when you asked um, if I thought that my house being broken in was personal, like, no, I don't, I don't ever think that because I trust mm-hmm. in myself and my yeah. actions and the way that I live my life and for the things that I attract and whatever. But, like, I have a lot of external trust on different sources, but mm-hmm. it's not with people. I have yeah. the hardest time with people when I, like, I just, like, it makes me, like, even trusting you enough for me to, like, tell you my feelings. Mm-hmm. <sighs> She's throwing up. You know what? I even, I hear, it's, it's trust is a general thing here, too, but I feel like, and I'm not trying to therapize you or nothing like that, but just from your story and what I'm getting, there's, been like, a lot of judgment in, like, yes. your past. Like, b- yeah. the bullying is, like, the bullying of that is judgment. Like, the kids are mean. You know, they're probably making fun of, like, your accent or your English or just, like, whatever they can pick at you with. And that stuff never leaves. And I don't know. That's why I feel like it's – that's why it goes on little things, too, like, sending the outlines, things like that. Do I trust you? You're not going to judge my work. Like, I trust myself that it's good. So you just show up and do my my work. I know it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. But it's just like, no, you have to share that with people. Yeah. And maybe they won't like it. But that's not a personal attack against who you are. It doesn't mean you're less of an artist or less of a person. I'm talking to you, but I'm talking, you're, yeah. I'm looking at myself. Like, my head, my head is right here. So I'm just like <laughs> talking to myself. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's, it's, it's trust, but all of it is just the fear of judgment and just when you're always on the end of like, yeah that because i went through the, bu- the bullying phase too and all that stuff and i just feel like that's what it is for me i think it's like i don't trust anybody to not judge what i'm doing Ooh, it's definitely part. like validation too yes it's definitely like th- that's why i don't communicate my feelings because i have been really invalidated in my own feelings and my own ways of being mm-hmm. ever since i was young that i don't trust anyone enough 
to show myself because yeah. I trust myself. I will get through life and I'll do every single thing that I want, but you don't have to know about it because I don't trust you enough to because I feel like you're going to sabotage it somehow. Yeah. Like, I don't trust, like, I don't trust you so that I don't, so then I don't, like, communicate to you, like, how I'm doing because mm-hmm. I don't trust that you will validate what I'm saying. If you do something to me, I would rather run away and never speak to you again and clean that slate and just wipe that shit than to like set, stand there and tell you like, Hey, you did this thing. It was mm-hmm. not cool. Um, that kind of hurt me. And then like the possibility of that conversation just turning like really sideways. Cause I think I'm also traumatized with being gaslight mm-hmm. because I've always been very emotional. And so when I get into conflict, especially with my parents, it's a screaming match. And I was never able to get past that point because yeah. they would always shut me down by saying that we're not going to talk to you if you're you're speaking in that way. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was just like a long line of like, well, I might as well just not talk to anybody and I, I might as well just move silently. Like, you know, I don't need nothing. You'll just mm-hmm. see it when I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you, listen, are you me? <laughs> I'm you guys are literally like, like connected like right now. I'm just sitting here fangirling. I'm no, here for it. Everything, I, that everything I is so with. relatable. Yeah. It's insane. But trust goes back to so like it's so deep. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But like I think that we all have kind of scratched the surface of trying to like heal this process. So what has been like a big thing for you that you have like unlocked and you're like Maybe I can implement this into my life and I don't have to have my guard up all the time. And maybe mm-hmm. this is okay. Like, maybe this is safe. Like, what's the one difference that you've done that in your day or in your therapy or whatever it is, your thought process that you're like, maybe this is fine. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, I already said it, but this is something that I guess that I'm realizing now because I'm actually going to therapy and I'm speaking to someone about my feelings and they're saying, hey, uh, you just keep putting expectations on people. So it's like I'm sitting here and I'm trusting you. Hey, we're going to do this on this day, right? Because, you know, you said you can help me or this, this, and that. And then they don't come through. Or it's like me. I just always have those expectations for people. And that's something that I'm really just trying to drop. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't owe me nothing. I don't owe you anything. Um, let's it's nothing just... personal. Like, it's really coming at it. Or for me, it's like yeah, nothing is personal. Like, what you do is not personally because of me. And so, therefore, I can't that part. come at you and be like, because then... What I do ain't. Exactly. You, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I've been just doing a lot of self-talk and reminding myself, like, bitch, you are in control. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you sitting here? The other day I cried. <laughs> and <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> and while I was crying, I, I, I looked at myself Same. in the mirror and I said, why are you crying over another human rather than not crying because you're not where you're supposed to be at? Mm. Or why are you not working why are you not work harder what's Mm -hmm. why are you letting someone affect you that much when you can be focused on other things you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like Mm -hmm. in that moment i was like having like a realization of like bitch you have so many places and so many great opportunities that just keep coming and meeting you and marketing and photo shoots and just so many things like positive things around me that i'm like i just have to drop those expectations Mm because the minute that it doesn't meet i'm like broken or i'm like wow that sucks instead of just being like you know what that's all right and like brush it off that's what mm-hmm. i'm really trying to like enforce is like drop all those expectations i don't owe you shit you owe me shit because mm. they distract you from working on yourself yeah i think as again the artist trope 
it, everybody wants to be an artist, but you know what the stuff that comes with it. We're all highly emotional. Yeah. And I think people deal with it in different ways. And I, um, I can, I can see what you we were saying with people like, you know, you get your whole set on something. It's almost like it's a self sabotage. It's almost yeah. like putting all this attention on this one thing. So as long as I'm upset about this, I have a reason to be distracted from the things that I'm doing. I didn't get to that, not because I'm blazer slacking off or not doing it, not calling you that. Yeah. I didn't get to it because I'm going through something or this happened yeah. to me and it's like in reality, something's always going to happen to yeah. you. But you but could if- be putting that energy getting yourself together so that when something happens to you, it don't hurt as bad. Exactly. So, Finger snaps. Yeah. Exactly. So that's I'm trying to build thicker skin. Got you are it. building it. You're doing it right girl now. getting thicker, but she's also building thicker skin, you know, emotionally. <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> I love that's that. So I love that. Mentally thick. Thick thoughts. Yeah. Thick oh, thoughts. thick thoughts. Thick oh, my God. That's another... I didn't that's make that a, up. That's, that's my cousin's... Girl, uh, I'm stealing, stealing. it. <laughs> it's going to be a segment. It's going to be thick thoughts. Thick thoughts. Oh, my I God. I'm about that. to hit you with all these stoner thoughts. For <laughs> <y'all. laughs> real. It's going to make no sense. Seriously, it's going to be that vine that that guy's like knocking on the door like, I got a question. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... Why do you gotta wash towels if they're supposed to clean you? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> if you always clean when you get out of the shower. That's it. Oh, Big thoughts dirty. coming to you soon. Oh my gosh. Those hits blunt yeah. uh, memes. Yeah. No, we definitely have to do oh one. my god. We would, that would be so That's much so fun. Funny. Really funny. Oh my god. Paper clip for the future. Oh yeah. Exactly. 100%. What about you, Don? Um, we're talking about things that we're trying to let go. Yeah. Let go, unlearn um, things that were new things we're implementing. To be our higher self. Yes. You know? You know. Highest, most loving. I'm trying to implement the V word, vulnerability. Oh, Um, oh my God, me too, bitch. Are you me? What the fuck? You guys are. I'm really, that's what I'm trying to do. And being, in the sense of like, being vulnerable and being okay with not coming out on top. Or I, I think my biggest thing is like, my sister said it best. She read me for films when I was a child. Oh. She was like, you don't like anybody having the upper hand on you ever. And we were little kids when she said that. And it has followed me to this day. Oh, my God. Why I, did they be doing that? My sister be saying shit to me. And I'm like, that's rude. And it we was were very seven. rude. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, she's right. I'm I'm always thinking. It's like, who am I? Like, you know, the president. It's like, why Why is somebody else so, so interested in what I have going on? You know what I mean? But I always feel like somebody's me? digging for something. No, literally. Listen. Somebody's something. Like, I'm always really secretive with, with nothing. But, like, if it's my stuff, I'd be, I got locked boxes. I got things away. I just, like, I don't want anybody to have any information on me that I did not give to them because Yo, people cannot be trusted. We're the same person. And so that has bled over into everything, even into my work. Working as a stylist. Um, I would I, even like I would style people, but I had to kind of let that go because I couldn't do it professionally because I was so attached to it. I couldn't be vulnerable. Like if I gave you something and you didn't like it, like I'm shattered. I'm like, oh, oh you don't like it? Well, this is what I brought you. Like yeah. I'm not. I I can't put myself in the space of like, oh well, what, what do you like? Well, let's do this. Okay, or and, like learning in front of them. It's like I always gonna have it together all the time. Yeah. And well, I never have it together at any time. So it's like more work to put that facade on than anything, but yeah. I'm trying to let that go because I think it'll spill over to everything's relationships. I, you know, hashtag single supremacy. I joke about that on my podcast <laughs> that I'm a single supremacist, but it's you really. Are, this is, and here's the thing. Here's my thing. I'm sorry. I'm just watching you guys fangirl and literally you talking right now. I feel like I'm sitting with 
Con Swin right now because it's Don she, Con, baby. Don, Don Con, Con, literally. Yeah. It's insane. You guys are, but here's my thing. We're sitting here. We're having this amazing conversation. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. You have no idea. So thank you guys so much for saving the space for us. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine how many other people go through this daily Mm -hmm. and feel so alone Mm -hmm. and feel like, oh, this is only me. Why me? Why my life? In the same way that I keep everything secretive, it was Mm -hmm. almost like it was almost always like, uh, who can I talk to about? Yeah. yeah, like always, like, but I don't feel like that's the right and person. And you're not crazy. To, I you know what I'm you're saying? Like, and then so you keep it to yourself. What really, what really spawned, like, right before I got into therapy, which kind of let me go into therapy, was like, there's just certain situations that through podcasts and, you know, once I got my whole woke phase and I was, you know, watching all the YouTube videos and just like discovering myself and I started journaling and stuff and I was just going through like, um, why haven't I had ever a stable relationship? Well, because I trust nobody. Like I never let anybody get close enough to actually be like, oh, it's, it's not about like sleeping. Everybody thinks it's because oh, it's because you're in the entertainment industry and you 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 want to be single and free and super. It's not that at all. I just yeah. don't trust anybody to get past the point of like, oh, we're just like, no, we're here, we're dating. This is fun and cute. Yeah. And then I'm after a while, I was like, okay, I'm done because there's no way you're getting in this circle yeah and so um i remember one time i was talking to my therapist and i was talking about the situation where i was at this uh situation ship that was there for many many years and uh, i really really liked this person i used to think i was in love with them but i think it was just, like infatuation but yeah i was really into this person but they were never gonna know that like we're we're, we're hooking up hanging out every great time and i was over there one day and we hadn't seen each other in a long time and uh I was sitting there, we were talking, uh, I don't know what happened. It was, you know, you have a moment of just like, your slip shows, like a moment of vulnerability you didn't mean to because you're having a genuine time. Yeah. And we were laughing about something. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I missed you. And then as soon as it came out of my mouth, I wanted to throw up. Oh. Like, I was just like, I feel and he was like, oh, I missed you too. And I was like, going into cold sweats. Like, I was just like, <laughs> I, like it, I'm joking about it now, but really, it like, froze me in my tracks. Like, I was like, Oh God! You just showed a little bit of something like nobody. He, don't get twisted, like She's you like, know I what I mean. To. Oh my God. So then I had to self sabotage that, of course, and yeah. you know, not talk to whatever. Because I just felt just like, oh, you can. If I'm yeah, if we're that safe. close, and I'm like letting things out, I'm like, this is not a safe space. I I let my guard down. I slipped up. Nope, not doing it. Like I've had other situations where I've been sitting with people, and it's like, oh, I love you, and I'm like, I. I I really enjoy our time together. And on the I inside, know. I'm like screaming like, I love you too. But I'm not going to say oh that. Because you're just saying this in here the moment. There's no way you believe it. There's no way you really mean it. And it's going to bat me in the ass. So, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm trying to let go. I'm just trying to, if that happens, it's okay. Yeah. Like, just tell somebody else you love them. But it's not the end of the world. But for me, it is. Like, just thinking yeah. about it now, I'm sweating just thinking about that time I told them. <laughs> it was just like, uh, nah. No, uh-uh, no. I used to safe. think y'all was like this, like I was on my gangster, like you know, Megan Thee Stallion shit. Like fuck all these niggas. Yeah. Ah, I don't need nobody. Now I was just like, no, that was a very hurt, depressed mm-hmm. person who's afraid to trust anybody. And I just don't want to be an old man that's just like still single, lonely. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't want to go down that road. So I feel like it's almost now or never because I'm so set in my ways now that if I don't change it now, I'm gonna be, you know, the soul cat man. Bunch of cats and dogs. Not and a cat man. <laughs> <laughs> we love a Sitting cat on man. my stoop. Get off my stoop. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go down that road. I want to yeah, be bitter yeah. and jaded. I want. Yeah. I want to trust. No candy on Halloween. I want to trust people eventually. I trust too. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the same person. I want to trust, yeah. but y'all play too much, so I can't trust y'all. Bro, I'm literally in the same fucking boat. I literally like so I. I have not been interested emotionally in anybody for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. And then like, I, I like, I like was interested in a person. And then I started realizing like, like again, I always use everything with an intention. So even if that was nothing, it was supposed to teach me what I wanted yes. for myself. It was supposed to teach me like how I was going to take this, what this person meant to me. And like, if they mean anything to me, but like how I want to be treated. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, People serve different purposes, and this, as as a person, is someone that I e am emotionally like interested in and want to be intimate with. Mm. But I just there there's like it's insane. I was like, okay, I know that it's me. I know now. Okay, like not even that. I know. I admit now <laughs> that it's me. Yeah. Like it's me who. I don't know. I literally is to the point where I don't know how to show affection. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I've been telling myself this whole time that it's the other person. It's the other person who's that's not deep. showing it. That's I so would show deep. it if you start showing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I would put yeah. it on to them. Like, I would make it their job so because I was playing it safe so that I, couldn't, I wouldn't have to do it. But then it turned out it then hurt me because I'm like... Oh, but I want to be affectionate, and I want to. Because what you're what you're showing, thank you, therapy. You think you're show, you're protecting yourself and showing like you're trying to you know do a tit for tat thing. All you're giving off is I'm not interested to the other exactly. person. Exactly, and I realize that now, and like. Yeah. You know, to a certain extent, I'm just grateful that all of that has kept me away from people that I don't think that I'm supposed to be with. So mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, bitch. So then when I am open, you going to send me somebody good or what? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, did I miss all the good chances already? At least for me, um, in my past relationships, um, I feel like I was always friends with the person before. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I always just kind of judge them based on the friendship you're very so i then, can very much see you being that yep, no, <laughs> very, and it's, you know what's funny what? total opposite mm-hmm. keep everything separate so that when i run away i don't gotta take you with i gotta me. see you no more exactly i have never ever oh, been shit. friends with people that i've dated they've always been strangers and then we come together and then if we part ways i part with always i yep. hate it here they don't even here. know my friends or nothing exactly. we, we just leave you out of this exactly. i've always wanted to be you you know that works right and i'm for like me, for me for me it's like the trust issues come in because i'm like i seen your past like i know and then it's like i am being passive aggressive or i don't trust them so then i start like overthinking like my anything anything mm-hmm. oh well she went out with this or she did that or and then it's like just because i knew her past but it's like I can't keep doing that to myself. I would drive myself crazy. Mm-hmm. So I need to stop dating my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get that. Like that somebody you know, so you feel safe with them. So it's like, oh, I want to get a relationship with this person. That and that makes fuck up a such lot a of good friendships. <laughs> like it you does make sense. That but shit in up theory. Anyway. In theory. Yes. <laughs> in our theory. Yeah. So if you're my friend, we ain't fucking. Oh right? Don't God. don't hit me up. I'm literally like the opposite. I'm like, I don't want to. Don't touch me. <laughs> if you're my friend. The first play, like disclaimer is to not touch me. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I definitely throw everybody in like a friend bag really quick. I've had sure. guys that like I've had I had this one guy who we were really cool with, 
And we were like always very flirty and whatever. Then one day I was just like, yo, that's it, okay? Like mm. if we're gonna be friends, you can be hitting on me. This yeah, man really twist that shit. Like kick me out the house. And I was like, I'm not friends with you. We're not friends. Because that like mm. I don't wanna be here no be- and, but it was only because he got mad because I was like, Stop hitting on me and then he acted like I was crazy for telling him to stop hitting on me when he was hitting on me the whole time. Mm-mm. You know Mm-mm. what I'm saying? So like you're you setting boundaries. It, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But guys get so like that's when their masculinity is like what do you mean what do you mean last time we but were that's here, why i'm right? not but that's why i i have a limited amount of straight male friends yeah and i trust them a lot and i trust that they understand my boundary and then mm-hmm. none of them have ever touched me none of they all always have always been respectful to me yeah. and like but i don't i really don't trust other guys i really yeah. don't trust other straight males i don't trust anybody to like not make a fucking move and you know why because i don't have a lot of fucking patience so when you do that I'm going to come at you crazy. And it's mm-hmm. only going to look crazy because I ain't tell shit to you until you <laughs> exactly. come at me. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I come at you all hot and heated, you're going to act like I'm crazy. But I'm really not because I had already set my boundaries. So what yep. the fuck are you doing? They're okay. Yep. I love the little ghetto yep. that just came out. Period. Yep. I live. But that's For me, it. it's like I need to just start trust Before I can trust anybody, I got to trust my motherfucking self. Exactly. Like I have to know that and trust and believe in everything that I do and put my 100% in everything because it's like... If you don't trust yourself, you're going to walk around feeling crazy all the time for not trusting anybody else or for always second guessing or checking the Instagram and checking the Like, I'm telling you, like, trust yourself first. And from there, try to build, you know, because this is hard. Trust yourself that you got yourself. Like, this this is happening, but regardless how this shakes out, I know I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to be okay. And I'm not going to attach no happiness to this person or this thing working exactly. out. Like I'm trying this out. It can be good or bad, but at the end of the day, I, I got myself. And Period. that's easy to say, but like, we're, I mean, mental chillness, all disclaimer, I talk about mine. Like I, I have bipolar two disorders, what I kind of back and forth with. And so that's my biggest thing. Um, for better what that is, um, it's basically like manic depressive type things. Okay. Bipolar one is people that are like, manic most of the time mm-hmm. and they have moments of like depression yeah. two is the opposite you're usually depressed and then there's right there's moments right. of just extreme mania so therapy medication the goals get you kind of somewhere in the middle which is why it's what we 24 hours a day yeah because they're literally like it's oh, we're it's, it's oh, no, um, we definitely. oh I, I bought my golden girls bag oh, yeah. um, that's a golden but bag. yeah it's uh it's it's that so for me i have to accept that some I'm gonna have good days and bad days. The medicine helps, therapy helps, but there's just some days that I just wake up and I just feel awful and I can't describe what that is. There's other days and even even the manic stuff, there's days where I'm just like, I can do anything talk in the world and that's caused problems. You know, going out partying and you know, making situate decisions that weren't the best. Yeah. That's part of the mania of things. But both things are extreme opposites and they're both it's just like a tail that always grows back. Yeah. So being a, now that I'm aware of it, it's just like, oh, I got that feeling coming. I call her Brenda. I love it. I have to name it so that I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Brenda, oh, you bitch, chill Brenda. out today. But when I wake up and Shut I feel up, like Brenda. Brenda in the room, she's like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. And now that I know she's there, I just make space for that day. You know what? Let me just stay home today. Let I me go that. ahead and go ahead and put pop pizza in the oven, turn yeah. something on, and just let the feeling come and pass. Yeah. I think I've always I was always boxing Brenda my whole life, and then I'm that it creates more anxiety, more anger, and I'm just spewing it out all the time. I just feel like I'm, I've always been so reactive and so angry and just so, ah. and now it's just like it's That's not that serious. Pass me a bowl. It's not that deep. 
I will get over this. Let me get some but, water. Can I get a cup of water? Yeah, so that's, I don't know. I'm, it's, I'm spewing. I'm like spiraling at this point, but no, that happens when that. I get inspired by conversations. That's no, so either. funny. Yeah. You know? My listeners are used to this. Y'all's listeners are probably like, who is this nutcase? No, no our listeners will listen. love you. They we have such, like, we have the best. Like, also, I just want to say one thing, bro. It literally does not fucking matter how many fucking downloads we have on an episode. You know what fucking makes it for me? The fact that my closest friends and the people that constantly every day are hyping me up are the ones that are answering my posts. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so excited so for the excited. podcast Can't to come wait. back. Like, you don't know that how much that means to me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool that so strangers will support me. But I know that I got people around me that I can trust. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that you will, you, you got me and you got me when I'm not in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and speaking of that, something that I have been really, 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 really like working, like I'm, I'm just really knocking at the door right now, but I'm really working on it and starting to is like communicating, but starting small, right? Mm-hmm. So if I can trust the people that I actually trust, my close knit circle of friends, people who I do know that I can be myself with, if I just, kind of practice letting go and trusting them and then bringing up uncomfortable things with them Mm -hmm. then with practice i will be able to have a an easier time bringing up confrontations at work with my co-workers and with my teammates and then with other people that i come in contact with small Mm -hmm. relationships situationships even like romantic relationships new friendships and whatever i have to like use the ones that i have right now to get to the next step like we gotta start small so like i i have a friend all of my friends have kind of like helped me unlock different things but i have a friend who i like just felt strangely really comfortable with like telling little weird things about myself Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying just little like nick because i'm a really particular and picky person Mm -hmm. and i just have a lot of knickknack things about me that i'm just like like, and I understand mm-hmm. that if someone were to look at me, they would think that I am just the worst or like a bitch or whatever it is. <laughs> but I'm like, girl, I don't give a fuck. This shit don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But then like, I have a friend that I was just like, you know what else about me that I, you know, like fun fact number two, no fun for now it's fun fact number 57. Like, <laughs> you know, and like, I just kind of trust him and I just kind of, I'm able to be like, okay, if I can tell this one person. And they don't think I'm weird. Mm-hmm. If I go to the next person and they think I'm weird, I still have this person back me up. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm still supported. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, like, really opening up my communication small, slowly, really telling myself that the right thing in every situation is to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm still mm-hmm. trying to learn with communication because sometimes it's so hard for me. And I'm such a talkative person. You guys always see me so happy. And so, like, but communication for me has been, like, the hardest thing in my whole entire life to do mm-hmm. like i sometimes it's so hard for me to switch off to like communication versus like interrogation because mm-hmm. sometimes it's like in the moment i'm so like well what this not adding up and then it's like i'm not even communicating how i'm feeling anymore now Say i'm just again. like communication mm-hmm. versus interrogation yeah. mm-hmm. that was good she yeah. really saved that gem because a bitch told me that point before we recorded and i just remembered <laughs> just now when she yeah, said it no, so yeah. go ahead girl i heard really it good. i heard it in another podcast um rich roll hey um, and out. it's yeah it's really it hit me like once it said interrogation versus communication, that's why i said but that's why i don't ever feel safe because i don't ever think that i'm having conversation because i think it's gonna turn into like I this thing where i have to defend point. myself and yeah. it's a battle and it's war mm-hmm. like 
like war tour. Yeah. But that's see, the fact that you even recognize it, you know what I mean? That's literally like, it's like awareness. step one awareness. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people aren't even aware. And exactly. again, I really, I get it. I totally get it. Uh, having talked with the guys, they're very soft spoken. My team, they're very sweet, very intelligent. They have their own businesses, and I trust them. And I couldn't have mine without them. But I always am just like after we're, we're talking, I'm passionate, I'm loud, I'm like I'm emotional. Yeah. So when something's going on, I'm like, okay, this is day three, and da, 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 da. I'm not about to haul up and punch anybody. Yeah. But when I get amped up, this is how how I'm doing, and I don't really realize like, oh, you're you know, tall, you're kind of, that can be intimidating to people, whatever. But for me, it's just like, don't look at me like I'm going off. Like I'm just talking, like get mad, say something, whatever. And it's like, that isn't the way they approach things. You know, I'm used to being combative. So when we're not combating now, I feel like I'm just like, uh, I don't know, just taking over the whole room and just always bitching about something. And so then I'm not going to say nothing. So I'm just going to be quiet. But I, again, letting my, letting things be what it is. Your voice, no matter how it comes out, is not your responsibility how the people take it. Yeah. Your voice is valuable. They need to trust you and love you enough to know that you're not trying to hurt them. Mm-hmm. And this is how it's coming out. So if it comes out a little spicy, it's a little bit spicy. But it needs to come out. Better, better than not having it out at all. Exactly. And then just being That's like, the thing. It's always like... Dimming your light. Not Yeah. Like... You have not no trusting awareness. that you're not going to tell me to tone it down. I don't want to mm-hmm. tone it down. And I don't mean any... Like... I'm at the same level as you do. This mm-hmm. is how I express myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And don't make me feel like I'm crazy. That's mm-hmm. the gaslighting part. It's always been like, why? Don't make me, don't, like, <laughs> don't patronize me. Don't exactly. act like, I'm, yeah. It's, just, it's very hard to, I guess, like process as a kid. It's still hard. Like, bro, I, I'm really funny. I will go to like, when, like at work, I'll be having like small issues with people <laughs> with the fact that like you ain't doing your shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, because I know how I come off, I would never want you to think that I'm attacking you. I would never want you to think that I'm coming at you or in any kind of way. So I go to my manager and I'm like, listen, I don't know how I come at this, but something's got to be done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not t- doing this no more. And then he literally, like, he told me, he was like, okay, so why don't you try to maybe suggest, like, little nibbles, like, you know, go in at it, like, slightly. And then, you have to really make sure that you're not heated. Like you get mm-hmm. really, and I understand that. And I understand that him telling me that is him knowing and not using it against me, mm-hmm. but he's telling me for my own good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of my life has always been people telling me it so that they can shut me the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Shutting you down. And I like, Shame. I can't do like, I don't deal with that well. And that's why I am the way that I am. And that's mm-hmm. why I don't trust you. And I don't talk to you. And I don't whatever, whatever. But that's like such a deep trail to like you know how angry it makes me to have to sit here and tell myself that I cannot be angry mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's the true sign of weakness and I can't tell you my and like it's so especially I would understand if it's easier for me to do it now if I had a childhood of being validated and Mm-hmm. whatever but i still have to work through my entire childhood of not having the fucking torch in my hand and like being able to like talk about it and whatever the mm-hmm. fuck and now i'm like there's an added layer of like the world ain't safe and what like there's so much yeah. mm-hmm. it's a lot to untangle um i do want to circle back i know we're probably going longer than y'all wanted but no, it's um, okay. when you were saying earlier about the thing about um oh, what'd you say um, about it being you with relationships, like, oh, it's me. I, I'm the person that thinks this is not that person, mm-hmm. whatever. 
um, the medium I was telling you about, he really changed my life. I went to go see a medium uh, years ago. Um, now he, I now I call him my spiritual advisor because I grew up really religious and um, that was like you don't go through things like that. Yeah. So a friend drugged me along or whatever, and I was like shaking like a leaf the whole time, like oh my god, I'm gonna go to hell. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> and then me knowing her, the stuff he was saying to her, I was like, okay, this isn't what. There's no way that he knows. It was like just little specific things that he said that there's no way you can look that up. It's not on Facebook. It was just like okay, so this is the real deal. Like, so how do you know him? So I finally went to go see him on my own. I was in there just like all nervous and I had like nothing prepared to say. So he was like, you have any questions? Anything you want to look at? And I was just like, I don't know. What's the general thing? Loving relationships. <laughs> yeah. I want to do your thing, whatever. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And he was just like going through stuff and he was like, it's you. It was like silence. And then he was like, it's you. And I was like, you're the common. What are you talking about? He was like, it's you. He was like, are you afraid of commitment? I was like, wait, what are we even talking about? He was like, well, I was scanning, looking, and I really didn't see any solid relationships. I see many, many, many loves. I'm like, oh, you're calling me a hoe? But uh, he was like, I haven't seen anything solid. He was like, but he was like, I keep seeing, like, you think that it's everybody else, but it's been you this whole time. He was like, "You, you were the reason, like, you see everybody else as like that. He was like, he was just reading me. I was in there and I was just like, and I had never heard this in my life. This was like a thing. Like I was just like, okay, well thank you, I guess. But he was just like, yeah, um, that's all I got. He was like, I see you meeting somebody. He told me when he saw me meeting somebody and selling down, he was like, it's not always going to be this way. He was like, but yeah, you need to fix that. He was like, everybody's not out to get you. He was like, it's you. And he was like, you've actually, you're not the damsel. You've been the villain. And I was just like, (laughs) Am I the villain? Boy. Am I the villain? Am I the villain? <laughs> That's, I was just like... Why are you telling me this? Because today I had the exact fucking thought. Literally mm. the exact thought. Like, I was just like... When I have moments like that, I laugh out loud. Because it's almost comical to me that mm-hmm. I know how I am. Mm-hmm. And literally, I had that exact thought today. I was like, I understand that there's no way that I am a victim in this because I understand that everything is a karmic cycle and mm-hmm. everything that's happening to me is because I did it to somebody in some way. Mm-hmm. And I've always known that because I never take heartbreaks personally. I never take anything personally because when it comes to me, I reflect on it. And I always can think of a situation where I did somebody wrong in that way. And that's coming back to me now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like when there's a, when, when there are things like people breaking into my house, obviously I've never done that. Mm-hmm. But like this is... In a way, this is something that I don't have to take as personally and I can learn it in a different lesson. But when Mm -hmm. there are other things closer and more personally and whatever it is, I have to switch the eye in which I evaluate situations. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like you have to come at it in different ways and whatever. And um, yeah, I just had that thought today that I'm like, wow, we're gonna have to do so much work. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you let go of that victimhood mentality, it's a, it's scary at first, but then it's like a freeing thing. And I'm not by all means, I'm not saying I let it all go, but that him telling me that in 2016 was literally the spark of like my journey. That's crazy. I was like, oh, so what's I would you know therapy and a podcast. I saw this one podcast that talked about writing out like um, all your relationships, just writing like start to finish like your version of how it went. And so I did that one day at journal and I had like, like my last like three situation relationships and I was writing down like, Oh, this, this, and this, and how they ended, what happened. And I read it across and I was just like, so there's a scene here. And I was like, Oh shit, this, 
every single situation is me. Yeah. Like every single one. I just I had this thing where I I get out before the the first sign of disrespect or, or mistrust or just, you, you mix your words up and I'm yeah. just like wait what was that? Because last Tuesday you said it was something else. Mm-hmm. Write that down. And then what about this? Screenshot. <laughs> Screenshot. Save it. And now yeah. I'm gone because I'll be damned if you play me. Trust that I'm giving you. Like you're not. I don't see it. Exactly. I don't sense it. But that's also insane to expect yourself in other yeah. people. Yeah. But then are you giving off that trust? Like are you like it's it's a whole thing of being in your head and thinking everybody is doing the same oh, thing you're doing. You, yeah. It's like after writing everything down, looking at it, it was like, wow, I never really emotionally committed to any of these people. So I never expected them to stick around. So that's why it didn't work out. So I can't sit around now and be like, oh nobody ever stays. It's like Yeah. What'd you do to make them stay? What'd you make them leave? A lot of these people you pushed away here. You're yeah. just like, I'm a ghoster. When things are done, I... <laughs> he said block, delete. Block, delete. Uh, people think I passed away. You, I, I, I will move cities and you will never... Yeah. You will hit me up and find me. I had to ex hit me up when I moved to Indiana for my winter fashion school. We broke up and like... I'm not... I don't need numbers. I don't need to know all that. We had broken up and at a certain year. That was a long time ago. And I had moved. I've been in this new city for like a year and a half. Yeah. Well, when we are done talking, we are done. So it's like blocked on the phone, blocked exactly. on Facebook. I don't, there's no reason for me to see you for anything else. Out of yeah. sight, out of mind. I'm not going to be triggered every time I see your Facebook Goodbye. post. Yeah, Get off my page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I cut clean. And then it was like, a, it was like two years later, um, I got a phone call. And it was just like, hey, is this my real name not done yeah and i was like yeah who's this and then it, we had this whole conversation like oh my god like we didn't know what happened to you i've been looking i've been asking people to, 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 like are you are you still in texas or where are you i was like well, i live in indiana i'm in fashion school what and i'm like oh yeah i moved to like two years ago and it was oh i just didn't think we we're at that point where you wouldn't say anything it was like why would you we're not we're not I think we're not together. Why would yeah. I tell you that I was yeah. moving? Like, as far as I'm like, hey, the only reason I'm talking to you now is because I didn't recognize the number that came up. Dinner. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm just sitting around just like stabbing your booty yeah. but I <laughs> pack it up and go. Girl, you never have to worry about me ever again. Bitch, one time, time I had had a whatever with this guy and I was done with it and so I had blocked him, right? And so... I ran into him again, and then we do the little exchange, you know, saying, blah, blah, blah. He goes, it's so nice to see you. Let's go on a date. Ooh. And I go, yeah, hit me up. <laughs> but he can't go. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked away, like, messages. laughing in my head, bro. I'm like, hit me up, man. Hit me up. Like, I'm done. <laughs> She's like, hit me up. This is the last time you'll ever see don't me. This exactly. I'm going to see you. Yeah. But then uh, again, it's like, how many She's people... like, what Publix was that? I'm never going there again. Right. Uh, Very that. <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, I don't. I'm never doing yeah. I switched gyms and then I ran into him <laughs> at the new gym, and he Fuck. dead looked at me in the eye, and I dead looked at him in the eye, and I did not say one single word. <laughs> did this man say a, a, a word? No. <laughs> did he keep staring at me the whole time, yeah. thinking that it was me, but thought that he was crazy because I didn't. Re- I acted like I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna act like that. You really ain't gonna say nothing. No, Hell yeah. I, I don't know you. Did we never talk? Said cut ties. I'm cut denying ties. it. NDAs across the board. Exactly. Sign here, please. For real. Just, uh, this should never get his thumbprint. Somebody get his thumbprint. <laughs> a lock in your hair, please. Just also, yeah. It's but so funny. Can I ask what y'all's love languages are? For me, it's definitely um, words of affirmation mm. and physical touch. It's both. 
Well, I mean, for one, though, it's words. Like, I love to be spoken to. I love to, like, that's like, tell me I'm pretty. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's something that I just, I love words of affirmation. But physical touch as well. I'm very affectionate. I'm very, even with my friends sometimes, and people sometimes call me flirtatious, but mm-hmm. I guess I got to stop. <laughs> so funny. What about you? You be you. Yeah, I think exactly. mine are quality times and acts of service. Mm. Like, I don't really need gifts. I'm actually very uncomfortable. I don't know how to ask for things. So yeah. I'm very mm-hmm. uncomfortable with receiving things. Yeah. But I really, really need like quality time because that's how like I'm handing the most valuable time thing to you, which is my time. And so, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then acts of service just because like I think that's how I love. I like to do things for people. If I can literally retire every single one of you motherfuckers, mm-hmm. I would. Because mm-hmm. I just like, I just want to take care of everybody. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to do it. Exactly. But receiving, I don't, I think that like receiving, I know what they are if it comes to like a different relationship, but intimately and like romantically, I don't, I don't really know what my love languages are because mm-hmm. i think that i'm one way because i remember how i was like four or five years ago when i was in my last relationship and then i like reference it now and then i'm like ew i don't want to do that mm-hmm. she said not like ew, i don't want to fucking confess my fucking i don't want to tell you sh- like uh-uh. <laughs> yeah you're not that person anymore yeah exactly what about you I'm right in the middle. It's so funny. My number one is acts of service, and my number two is words of affirmation. Okay. Oh, um, so yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's all trauma based. You know what yeah. I mean? This is like, I need to, like, it's so bad. The my guys third one are is like, words of aff- affirmation. The guys bless their hearts. They put up with a lot with me, my, you know, my mental non chillness, because <laughs> I will, I will make, I will frame something. I'll make one small, I get something, I'll be like, well, I'm going to frame this and put it up. And all day long, I'm just waiting for somebody to notice it. To be like, oh, you framed that. That looks so nice. If nobody brings it up, I'm going to be like, oh, did nobody see the thing that I did earlier? Like, tell me that it was good. Yeah. I did a good job. If you don't, I'm going to rationalize that it wasn't a good job. Nobody likes it. And I'm a failure. I did everything wrong. I'm being really extreme, that but weird. that is really how I am. Yeah. Every time I do something, it's like, I don't need people to kiss my ass. But, but I just need somebody to notice it. Yes. Like, it doesn't oh have God. to be. Because I'm really, at the same time, I'm very awkward with, like, presentations and, like, winning things. Or, like, being like in front praises. of people. Praises. Praises. Like, when people are going in on me, I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, thank you. It's, like, but it's I really do want to acknowledge. I want you to tell me, but don't make me ask for don't, it. Don't make me beg for it. Don't make me look like I'm egotistical in that way that yeah. I need Just give me what you. I deserve. There we go. <laughs> what I deserve. If I say, if I pick this up and hand it to you, say thank you. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you don't, I'm going to be like, so you appreciate that? Yeah. You don't appreciate me? Yeah. I'm worth nothing? Got yeah. it. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes in my brain. Yeah, no, but, same here. Uh, then active service is my second one too. I just, I, it's the way I love. Mm-hmm. I need people to show up. Mm-hmm. Gifts. I'm very awkward with gifts. I love being able to trust you to do things. Yep. And oh my god! Like I have a friend, one of my best friends, my most trusted. Like he's my Google. I know I can go to Google, mm-hmm. and I also know that I can go whatever myself. But I trust my friend, and I want to go ask him because it's more fun. Mm-hmm. So he's like my trusted. Like I love when I can rely on people, and I know that I can. But mm-hmm. that's what acts of service is: knowing yeah. that you can rely on them, and knowing exactly. that you can like trust them. Yeah, show yeah. up for. I have a lot of childhood trauma of like having band concerts and like people, nobody coming and having things that like where I was like put on pedestals and there was nobody in the audience. Yeah. And so for me, it's like 
literally showing up to things. I have an event coming up, and like you tell me you're going to be there, even mm-hmm. if it's a stranger. It's like, oh, I didn't make it. It's like I can intellectualize that something came up, you couldn't make it. But for me, it's just like another person that didn't show up for me. Yeah. I'm the oh reason you couldn't God, come. I wasn't important enough for you to come, and that's crazy to think that. But that's my thing. So active service is a big deal to me. Like if you show up with something, even little things, I'm dating somebody, and you show up with lunch or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. I might start crying. No, that yeah. means more to me, me than a diamond ring, a new car. Like yeah. gifts, I'm very awkward with gifts. I'm just like, oh, thank what do you. you? Mean? Hope I'm reacting in the right way. My parents were asking what I want, and I don't ever. My parents have really. My mom got me like a bunch of jewelry for Christmas, and that was so meaningful to me because mm-hmm. it was like she took the time to like think about my taste and whatever but it's like tri- years of like trials you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying but i don't i don't know why like i can't ask for it I, you I, can appreciate gifts but yeah like but I, not yeah, yeah. people give me things i'm just like thank you so of much course. i really no, do appreciate always, them i'm like always. oh wow that was thoughtful exactly and, but yeah i people ask me for your birthday or your christmas i'm like no like it's fine i want you to just come over and hang out with me yeah you know what i, I mean same thing do something like act like you give a shit, but like yeah, like I said, that, that lunch, I had somebody bring me lunch one time, and he left and I cried. I was like, nobody's ever brought me lunch before. Like yeah, that's the kind I'm of stuff that I value. I don't value. Don't yeah. show up with roses, all that stuff, because they'll die, and I'll just be like, oh, thanks. Exactly. But yeah, showing up for me is a big deal. Hell yeah, yeah. dude! When we moved in here into my house, we had to install our own fucking lights and fans. And my best friend and his dad was here until like 1 a.m. and the next day and the next day to install my lights and fans. Like, that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And like so not, but, and like, yo, I'm literally talking about the same friend. He's like, my bitch. You know, but you know? literally when I texted him, hey, don't freak out. Our house got broken into, blah, 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 blah. His reply was like, okay, not freaking out, but I am installing a fucking camera in your house tonight. I just mm-hmm. bought it. It's coming at five o'clock. He literally put in the same day. You know that's what I'm what saying? I'm talking like, about. that's like, I'm so grateful. I understand that, like, I haven't had the best luck with romantic relationships and love and whatever, but there's so much in my life that makes up for it in other ways. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. friends, my sister, my brother, like, all of these people, like, show up in different ways that I can really, really trust. And so I know that, like, not all causes loss yeah you know what i'm saying and i'm a huge believer in love and all the time when i see love i'm like love is real y'all I yeah see recognize it. it where you have it yeah. and not where you think it should be or how it should look yeah, yeah. exactly just yo this has been such like, the so best good, conversation it's the truth i have my hand i call it my hand is it my friends that have been like my best friends like since like school so mm-hmm. like my mallory she's my best friend like she's another female version of me we she's that she's like that friend that like we don't even tell each other everything but mm-hmm. it's just like we're like just we're connected in the mind i i'm i pick her up get in the car lose her we're going shopping that kind of thing like mm-hmm. she gets in the, she, wherever i'm going she never questions like i can pick her up and we can be honest with her and say okay i didn't explain on the way but this is gonna get a little crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah. we may or may not go to jail yeah she'll cuss me out but she'll be sitting in the jail cell with me yeah. like mm-hmm. she just Period. if ryan and i was a person that's mallory we just always hang each other's backs like that and then um, my friend Brandon, my friend Ben, all the, all of them are like different and different. They all know each other, but yeah, I have to always. To all of them. All of my best friends are like that too, far apart, but always. Yeah, but with me. It, with me, yeah, and it's four people, and they're just like different versions of myself. I always exactly. say they're, they're the versions of myself that I wish I could be. Oof. Like I feel like all of them make up. Like I, I wish I had everything that they have, but in, it's that's, but that's what we're connected because they how see you know in you're me. You're doing something right because you should always surround yourself with people who are making up for what you're lack or are better than you in way in, in ways that you want to be exactly or whatever you never want to be like 
the best. You know, yeah. you always because you can always grow and you can always learn and yeah, you don't want to be the smartest one in the room. No, yeah. no, that is say. Exactly, yeah. I will always be the dumbest one, bitch. Tell me, I'm a sponge. Yeah, and yeah, I like I'll to learn. Use that shit. And then I'll come, and then you'll see me when I want you to see me. <laughs> but then that goes back to me not trusting nobody. Yeah. <laughs> That's so all roads lead back to trust. Lord, trust oh, oh, just, you know, for oh, our outro, oh. god damn it, it got so hot and heated, I didn't even fucking do what I wanted to do. <laughs> you can do it in post. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this is oh, the yeah. reason why. <laughs> I got this fucking idea for this podcast episode. And who Jake's trust issues. Of a better guest to have than you, Don. For real. This has been Someone like, that's very untrustworthy. <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny though? When I was younger, I used to take pride in the fact that I make myself unapproachable and uh, untrustworthy Mm -hmm. because to me, the whole world was untrustworthy. So you can't blame Mm -hmm. me if I'm one of you. Yeah. That's deep. Bro, Fuck. and I—that's what I mean. Like I, I always talk about myself. Like I always say, like I used to like be a scumbag, mm-hmm. and like that's what I mean in I'm the ways that I am. Not like be a scumbag, I'm you know still what I'm saying? But yeah. uh, dude, I really for you to be our first guest recording of the season coming back, and our first just like official guest recording, and like the this is the longest recording we've ever done oh i know i i'm a little chatty sorry no in the best way ain't no editing in any of this in the best way this has been so beautiful and like thank you for just trusting us with the topic and you know and sharing and being vulnerable love that for you we love a vulnerable king we'll we'll see the thing with this is i'm big into energy and energy exchange energy so it's when it the the trust thing what i've learned to do is like there's levels of this thing yeah i'm not coming in here being like hey here's my birth certificate everything about me guys you know what i mean but just the energy you gave off just upon meeting Instantly, I was like, these are people I want to be connected to. I want to know what's going on. Even before I knew you had a podcast, I was yeah. like, oh, I got to schedule a meeting with them. I want to know what they do, what, how I can involve them, what we're doing. Oh, you're so and sweet. so I was already like, I can show you my iPad right now. I already have both of you guys' names on my list for the, for the mixer. Um, not to plug anything, but like, I was just like, I got to get in contact with these guys again. I got to see what's going on. So we used to get a podcast. I was like, of course you have a podcast. Like, <laughs> I get to see y'all talk all the time. So yeah, I think what you're doing is great. I love it. You have perfect personality for this show perfect voices I need you to record like an audiobook so I can that's just that's what I'm saying <laughs> me? it's every the most calming soothing thing I've ever heard in my life listen, I'm you always like so why sweet. the fuck do I sound like a siren <laughs> and it's because Jules is the most calming fucking like she should run the calm app <laughs> calm, you guys, sponsor us calm. man yes, come on yes, we'll do yes. your commercials sponsorship exactly. no, I'm just kidding <laughs> but Bro, ah, this is so good. This is magic. Please this plug so everything fun. that you're doing. Plug Independent Dream Factory, oh, all the things that you're interested, all the things that you can plug and disclose right now. Right, you a know. few things are under wraps, but um, the biggest thing really is the mixer. The mixer, the mixer. I feel like I'm like a president on like campaigning because I've been like, no, it's a I've big been going event. to events. I've been going to like uh, people's things, just being like, hey, come to the mixer. Yeah. Um, it's the biggest event that we do. Um, we do it quarterly, so April and then July and then September. We don't do a winter one. We take a break up until the next one. So we have it three times a year. Um, so this is our first one back for 2022. The last one was sold out back in September. So thank you to everybody that came to that one. Wow. 
Um, this one, we're trying to go even bigger with it. We just recently got blessed with um, a nice little sponsorship. Shout out to ABN, um, wow. AB America. They're, uh, so they're doing the full production for us. Also, Focus Entertainment is um, providing like our lighting and our stage. And so we have a lot more sponsors, so a lot more resources to play with. Um, all my artists are locked in. We do an artist showcase. So um, each artist gets a 15-minute set. It's like a eight, you know, eight people on the roster. And we have a set up in the studio, and it's a like it basically a showcase for like independent artists. Yeah, um, amazing. But we have lo- we support local vendors also. So outside, it's like a little shopping area. We get local vendors lined up all around the whole block, um, like the parking lot block. It's all canopied and turfed out there, and there's food trucks and games, and it's just a mixer to get people in the industry. It's music industry based because we're yeah. backed by WXSU 97.3 Radio Sunshine Jams. Yeah. We're backed by them, but. Um, it's for everybody that has like an independent dream, independent business. So uh, we have sponsors. They get time slots, just like the artists. They get a five minute slot to get up there and talk about my, talk about your business, what you're doing, how to connect with you. Uh, we set up booths so people have information passed out. And wow. so yeah, there's champagne, there's food, there's games, there's giveaways, there's all that stuff. And so it's gonna Sounds be a lot, like of a lot of fun. That's incredible. Yeah, you know what's all crazy? the artists are flying in this year. We only have one local artist. I love my local wow. artists, but it feels it feels good that everybody's kind of flying in. It feels like people. Are seeing it. Yeah. We have artists coming from Brazil. Like it's like a, Ooh. a it's crazy. Wow. So yeah, I'm the shit really that you're doing excited. Is so fucking cool, and it's like even it's especially cool for me because I like I'm telling you we're the same because like yeah. everything that you're doing is basically everything that I want to do. I would love or to be to able to start like attain spaces in Orlando to be able to build things that uh to be able to hold like residencies Mm -hmm. residencies for artists Mm -hmm. and writers and people that do recordings and anything like basically i want to be able to provide for the community things that when i was little i never had a chance of knowing about or being in reach for i want to be able to make everything accessible for everyone Mm -hmm. like you don't have to leave orlando to be able to achieve your dreams or goal or to even get started Mm -hmm. i can we can build that right here i can start i can start that by you know this and like literally everything that you're doing independent artists and whatever i'm like sitting here like wow it is achievable and i'm literally seeing it her cheeks are literally right there by her eyes no but i hear her talk about this so often so so to for you to sit here and say all the amazing things that you're doing it's like this is literally everything that she wants to surround herself with and it's so crazy how the universe works Mm -hmm. because we were just Chilling with Akile, helping her out with her merch. We were so fucking excited, so honored to even be a part of that whole launch (laughs) and everything. So for you to be there and then us to be in contact right now and then to be sitting here, it's like, I'm so... This was such a powerful conversation, guys. And I don't think you know how many people we're going to help today. I really hope so. And be like, wow. No, it was an honor to be here. And you guys have the energy, like I said, like we're just speaking the same language as I do. Everything you just said is that's literally our mission. Mm -hmm. It's just we're not like, and it's not to like, you know, we're not like those other studios. It's not like that because we love everybody. But like we have a studio because we got to pay bills (laughs) and it's a nice place to have us to work out of. But we're not a studio in the sense of like trying to get anybody like sign up with us do this yeah. and that the whole point of having that is to have a bigger platform to support people so it's yeah. not about the money exactly. it's not about that the reason we we don't make it about the money and we don't charge artists out there while doing all these things is because it's about supporting them and exactly. i think by doing that the karmic cycle is we keep getting these bigger sponsorships so that we don't even have to make them pay anything yeah. it's, it's it's just about creating the atmosphere for everybody's dream deserves a shot 
Like, I always grew up being like, oh, I would love to do this one day, but there's no way I could do that. Exactly. I would never be able to do this. That's like, the I'm, motivation. I'm, and now that I'm just like seeing it, it's like every single thing that's ever happened was a thought in somebody's head. This was a thought at one point. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it was, nobody just came like knowing how to make a fucking computer. Yeah. It was like, oh, I want something easier. I can do this, this, and this. And over time, it's developed. And I think that you just have to believe in it. As cheesy as that sounds, you have to believe in it and get around people that also believe in you. So you are more than welcome to come anytime. You're more than welcome to come anytime. We just do this without microphones. Me and the guys, we sit, we have meetings set up sometimes and it'll go three hours just talking about, just talking like this about life and things going on and be like, what are we working on again today? Just cause yeah. we have to foster that atmosphere for each other mm-hmm, so that we exactly. can do authentically for everybody Safe else. Spaces so are created, please come curated. bring your good juju. Do whatever. Mm, we can, we can record do. in the studio sometime yes. and just feel the vibe and yeah. Oh my god. I hope that you guys enjoyed the energy of this episode. Like we have I'm literally like in pure bliss. Like I'm like <laughs> dead ass. Bro. Us, like, I know. Listen. And just thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for spending time with us. We hope that this episode really reach you in some way, maybe make you laugh or you know, like Bitch, if you got the same issues as me, tell me. Let me know. We'll have a fucking trust issue club. Period. I'll be the president. Don's a co-president. Oh I can't get trusted out of my head. I saw Drake live. Oh my god! I saw Drake live on that album. Um, I went to like his tour. Um, oh my god! I mean, I was like in the lawn seats where mm-hmm. you know, everybody's holding me out. It's twenty five dollars for a ticket, but I was yeah, there in trust issues. It was like the part. It was like the very like middle of the thing. Everybody's stoned and you're looking around and everybody's just like singing every single word. And I remember having like a, a high moment of being like, "We are broken people." Yeah. Everybody was yeah. reciting every word. Yeah. It was just a funny ass like scene in the movie. We was just looking around. It was just like niggas are going through it. Literally. Damn. So but yeah, funny, I love that song. Funny, but yeah, yeah. But- iconic. Bitch, well, you know, we'll have Don's all of his contact information, his Instagram, and the link below, and also Independent Dream Factory, um, for everybody, like the Whip Girls, and all of our friends who are reaching like creative goals and like doing different things. You know, now we have a a plug, a different plug. We love plugs, you know, and just for the episode ending i'm gonna do it my um at name is mother ursa <laughs> put a zero and we are mental chillness dot podcast and jewels is lots of jewels with two s's let's call up and we're out baby bye, bye. bye.